Hello, and welcome to the 26th installment of Two Women, a Movie, and a Microphone. My name is Carrie. And my name is Anna. So, the biggest news is that this weekend is James Bond weekend. (laughs) And I don't know about Carrie, but I have definitely been preparing. (laughs) (laughs) Preparing how? I I have to rewatch them. I have to rewatch the first two. To like get myself in the, to get myself, you know, ramped up. So last night. I definitely bought a giant bag of M&Ms. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Have you eaten all those M&Ms yet? I have not. I hid them in a drawer for myself. (laughs) Well, it's hardly hiding them if you know where you hid them. I know, but I can't see them. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so let's just get right to the news. We got a lot to talk about this week, so. That is true. All right. First up, first up. Um, let's all join this campaign to have Brad Bird direct the next Star Wars. Because uh, the biggest, the biggest news in the movie industry was that George Lucas sold um, Lucas Films to well to Disney. So, yep. and they have said that they are going to make a new Disney film in 2015, I believe. No, a new Star Wars I'm, film. Star, Star Wars. Wars 7. What did I say? Yep. A new Disney film. Oh, yeah, well, I guess it'll technically be Disney, but... Right. Yeah, a new Star Wars in uh, in 2015. So there's a Star lot Wars of... Star Wars 7. There's a lot of talk about who is going to direct it, and there is a campaign going around for uh, to you know elect <laughs> Brad Bird. Um, it... It's actually quite a hilarious um, campaign video, full of profanity and awesomeness. Yep, it was pretty <laughs> hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah, there will be a link up um, on the Website. blog, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I definitely recommend watching it with sound and not at work. <laughs> Unless you have your own office, then of course go ahead. Or headphones. <laughs> it's true, um, but. There's been a lot of talk about who would uh, kind of take up the reins of Star Wars, and there's been a lot of talk about um, Matthew Vaughn mm-hmm. from X-Men First Class taking over, um, but I definitely think Brad Bird is the stronger choice, um, especially as the uh, campaign video says, all he does is awesome stuff. Um Literally. He did Iron Giant. He did... Um, Incredibles. Incredibles. Uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Ghost Protocol. Yep. Um, Ratatouille, which I... I know this is probably unpopular, but I didn't like it that much. Mm, um, I didn't dislike it, but it's not my favorite. Right. Exactly. I mean, I saw it once. I've never really had any strong desire to watch it again. I agree with you. But it was still a good movie, so... I'll leave it in his list of awesomeness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this whole, it's, I, for one, am happy to see George Lucas kind of give up control of uh, the Star Wars films. Because uh, as all the prequels can attest, he's really, I think, lost the privilege uh, to direct <laughs> the films anymore because he did such a terrible job. Um, And I think now that he's, I'm not denying his filmmaking genius because he really is. He, he does amazing things yeah. when it comes to effects and like stories themselves, sort of like building the yeah. stories and imagining the stories and the worlds. But when it comes to like dialogue, scripts, 
actually directing, not so good. Not so good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's probably a good move at this point. Um, I do think he is probably a amazing human being um, based on his decision to donate the $4 billion that he's getting from the sale of Lucasfilm um, to education. I, um, I can't. I think it's not yeah. entirely certain what um, charity he's going to right. give it to, but he is a chairman on um, an education charity called Edutopia. Um, so it's kind of, everybody's kind of speculating that that's where the money will go. But yeah. still... Four billion dollars. I can't even wrap my and mind. You're just gonna turn around. I, I can't either. I can't even wrap my mind around that amount. Never in my life will I have four billion dollars no. to be able to give away to someone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just such a, a amazing sum of idea money yeah. that he can do that. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, but you know, I think like like you said, I think that definitely uh, makes him a good human being. Um, and, it, and I think it makes him a good human being, human being that he's giving up control of the films <laughs> to let someone else. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know what? Honestly, uh, I think Disney, if you're going to give it to somebody, Disney is not a bad company to give it to. They've... Well, right. I mean, I think it's just going to kind of depend on how much they want to have their stamp on everything. You know, if they're going to be able to kind of let whoever directs um, the next Bond, or Bond, um, <laughs> Star Wars, you know, are they going to let that person, you know, can kind of continue with the vision of Star Wars, or are they going to want to kind of Disneyify it with a princess, or... <laughs> well, I mean, they've done pretty good, like the Pixar films, all the Pixar films that they've been a part of have been, I mean, done really well, the, right. the, uh, the, um, the Marvel movies uh, mm-hmm. that they've been a part I think they've, they generally do okay in kind of letting films be themselves um i don't know i i hope I'm cautiously so, optimistic star wars is just such an iconic um, uh, you know i think franchise i mean it it just it would be horrible for it to just go in a completely different direction i w- yeah i would agree and I, I think one of the problems as a as it is as it is with um with Star Wars is that it's so big and the expectations are so high. I think sometimes mm-hmm. the franchise itself is is um, under threat to be being crushed just by those expectations and like right. could anything possibly live up to it? So I think well, that's a huge even, thing. You know, the trilogy the or the prequels had they been just complete like made on their own, right? Not not attached part of the Star to, Wars right. world. They probably would have stood up a lot better. Yeah. But the fact that they weren't as awesome as the original trilogy, it yep. really kind of hindered them. And they were constantly being compared. Right. You know, like, which uh, makes sense because that's, you know, they're part well, of that right. world. I mean, that's. Yeah. So I just, it's going to be hard to create something that satisfies everybody. Mm-hmm. and makes but you know like i said is i i'm cautiously optimistic so right. and a lot of the original characters said they return but in my opinion they're too old now i did too right. much time has passed i mean i think if they do a seven it's gonna have to be like a 
much in the future I can instead of like a, a direct oh obviously yeah for sure for sure I can see those guys making cameos to mm-hmm. kind of tie it together but I, I I would I don't know I wouldn't be super happy they wouldn't be the focus of it yeah I yeah. wouldn't be super happy if they sort of became like the center characters of it so anyway I guess you know I think there's I you know there's some potential mm-hmm. there's some potential so a lot of good, interesting stories that are probably going to come out of that. And they want this to come out in 2015. And that's yep. only, what, three years from now. So they got a lot of work. Two years. Sorry, two years. Yeah. No, three years. Fifteen. Oh, well. I know, I get... We're almost at the end You're of right. 12. You're so. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Yes. Apparently, Budweiser wants to pull their products from flight. Yeah. And by pull, I mean, like digitally erase <laughs> scrub out yeah this was it was this was a kind of an interesting article about sort of like product placement and things like that like we always assume whenever you see i know i do when you see products and like prominently featured in the films that they're they have some sort of an agreement with the company and they've the company's paid mm-hmm. them a lot of money blah blah um to be part of it but this was more like they don't necessarily have to get the permission of the company. Well, I think it was more, you know, if something is just used in everyday life, there's no um, obligation to get the permission of that, of that um, company company to promote their product. Right. Um, So like Coca-Cola doesn't have to be asked every time there's a bottle of Coke in a movie. Um, and it, it is kind of interesting, some of the companies that have tried to get their products out of movies. That they um, feel sort of don't represent their brand or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> and I did find it incredibly humorous that one of the examples they used was that Slip and Slide uh, wanted taken out of Dickie Roberts' former child star. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which I actually really enjoy that movie. That's but I think, don't they go down a slip and slide without having it wet? And so it gives them, like, horrible, like, chest burns. No, I'm sure that is. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm sure that is. I, I, for some reason, I feel like that was it. Yeah. It seems to me but that the, that, it's, that the situation is they, if they want to use a product in the film, they have to pay that company. But that company doesn't necessarily have, like, rights over how that product is used. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, the studio that made Flight said, okay, you know, Budweiser, we're going to use your your product in our film. Here's X amount of dollars. Okay, sure, fine. And then the film comes out and they're like, wait, you just, you, you portrayed him driving drunk in the car while he's drinking Budweiser. We don't like that. So would you please digitally erase that? And yep. an article kind of said there's been other cases before that where they've said no. Like they can't, they won't do it because, you know, if, if you start giving companies license to sort of censor and to regulate how their brand is portrayed, that's kind of a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I thought it was an interesting article because I hadn't really realized how yeah. that worked. Yep. It is interesting. Anyway. Um, what's so next? Anna always gives me a lot of crap about <laughs> the marathons that I go to. So I was shocked, shocked 
that she puts on here the Lord of the Rings marathon and that she wants to go. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And and not only that, but of all of the marathons, Lord of the Rings would probably be the longest one. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Twilight's going to be pretty freaking long. I just love those oh, movies so much. Oh, and they marathon so Harry Potter, and, too, though. I mean, I genuinely would. Yeah, that is. But that yeah, it's more movies, I guess. But well, they marathoned Harry po- Harry Potter, and that was like eight movies. I can't so. even. Ima- I mean, maybe I would. Maybe I would marathon Harry Potter. The only my only my only stipulation would be, it has to be something. It can't be like the last movie finishes at midnight or something, you know, or like all the movies are leading last up to midnight, midnight showing up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the last movie starts at midnight. Like I couldn't do that because I, I just can't stay up that late. I tried to with that one here. That Twilight is going to end at or is going to start at ten. Oh, see movie. that maybe I could do, but I couldn't do anything more. I couldn't do it later. You could do a do- They do a double feature. You could do the double feature. That's true. I... Of the last two Twilight movies. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the last. I can't remember if the last Twilight movie was any good though. It was horrible. <laughs> Aren't they all horrible? Yeah. That's kind of a But then point. you get to see it at 10. Instead of midnight. I don't know Instead if I really care that much, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you know, when the tickets go on sale tomorrow, so I'll look and see what the times are, and maybe I'll, uh, I don't know. I, I have to see if I can find someone to do it with me. I don't know if I'd want to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. You need someone to keep you what company. Day, what day is it? Uh, What do you mean? The marathon. I don't know. I think this said Saturday and Sunday. It sounded like they were doing it over two days. So... That, that's weird that gives me hope oh but they're having the hobbit too right yeah oh, okay yeah. so they'll do one and two well, lord of the rings and two towers one day well and i don't know it could just be that they're the offering hobbit the marathon the it could be that they're offering the marathon on two days oh but, i get you which if they do that two days right if they do it that way that then i think my chances are better that it won't be all right moving on two movies coming out that we have a very intriguing casting. Uh, Michael Fassbender and Colin Firth are going to be in a movie together. And I don't care what this movie is about. I'm excited. Yep. (laughs) Agreed. (gasps) Although it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like it's probably going to be something that I would want to see anyway. Um, it says it's inspired by a real-life relationship between um, the writer Thomas Wolfe and his editor Max Perkins. Um, I kind of like the based-on-life stories, so it already kind of sounds like something I'd want to watch. Yeah, but really, I just love the thought of those two beautiful men in the same movie together. Me too. Me too. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. The other, the other movie um sounds really intriguing actually i know uh it's called fox catcher and stars steve carell and channing tatum another based on life um film about the heir to the dupont chemical fortune um murdering someone and it's kind of about um i think well i mean i guess i'm not really. I don't know really what direction they're going to take with it, but um, Steve Carell plays the heir to the Dupont Chemical fortune, and Channing Tatum plays his younger brother. Yeah, super intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark Ruffalo plays the murder victim. Yeah. So. <laughs> I this is um, 
the casting in this is very interesting. I love the thought of Steve Carell playing a murderer. A um, schizophrenic murderer. A schizophrenic murderer. I mean, that's yeah. kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, should be interesting. Yeah, so I'm excited to 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 see when that to see that movie kind of come together. Yep. I love it when when actors kind of go against you know their pigeonholed stereotyped type mm-hmm. you know. So I love it when they kind of branch out and try new things. So usually it works. Sometimes it does not. But I think with Steve Carell, I think he's got acting chops, so he can do it. Yep. All right. Now let's talk about what we saw in the theaters. Um, we didn't do one last week because we I, on, I only saw one movie I only went and saw and I saw no movies right Carrie's been so busy cleaning her apartment which is great I have been it just takes all our energy it does <laughs> but last week I went and saw Cloud Atlas uh I I can't say that I was like definitely looking forward to it I mean it was three hours and I was like oh my god this could be a huge mess and a giant waste of my time <laughs> but in the end, it was this sort of sprawling, glorious mess. Like, it was a mess, but it was all sort of glorious at the same time. Uh, I think some people, especially if you've read the book or if you know anything about the book, you're probably going to go into it thinking, this is going to be something deep and it's going to have a lot of layers and it's going to be, you know, a mind-bending, whatever. Don't overthink it. <laughs> Just go in and enjoy it. There's, there's really nothing deep about it, in my opinion. It could be deep, but there's just so much going on. There's no way there's six basically stories going on at the same time. And each story is very interesting and they're, they're supposed to kind of connect to each other and sort of weave in and out. But in my opinion, those connections aren't clear and I didn't really get how they were all supposed to be connected. However, I still enjoyed it. Um, it didn't feel like three hours. I was engaged all the way to the end. Um, yeah, each story on their own probably wouldn't be engaging, but the fact that they're kind of layered on top of each other and kind of are happening all at the same time was great, you know. And it felt a little bit incomplete, like I said, because it doesn't really tie it up very nicely at the end. But Tom Hanks was amazing. He did really great. Holly Berry was not awful, <laughs> which is shocking because generally, generally she's awful. So, uh, yeah. And it was kind of cool because they had like a, like a core group of like, I want to say like five to eight actors that were in every single storyline, like just differently, a bunch of different characters, makeup and all like big roles, small roles, all types. So that was kind of cool to see like if you could kind of spot the same actors in each of the different storylines. But, um, let's see. I'm trying to think what I would rate it. I guess a three, a two seems too low, but a three, yeah, I guess a three. You know, it's not I don't, It's not going to win any awards, but it's entertaining for three hours. So, yeah. <laughs> you didn't miss. So long. So long. It is. I, you didn't miss much, I don't think, Carrie, by not seeing it. I think there's there's other movies. I, I do kind of want to see it because of my undying love for Tom Hanks. Well, then but... you absolutely should see it because he's pretty awesome. He does. I was yeah. really impressed with him. And it was so. I just don't know if I can say. I mean, I, I realized this coming from someone going to the twilight marathon sounds odd, but I just don't know that I want to sit there for three hours and watch this. Like I said, they are all, all the stories are really engaging. And like, I, you know how I feel about ensemble dramas, you know, how right. I, you know, but even I was like, I didn't mind really. It was kind of interesting to hmm. see them unfold. 
And if you if you watch it at home, you can just fast forward through the boring bits. Right. And yeah, I might just save it for a. I, I would agree. A rental. Yeah. I would agree. I would say if you want a deep story that likes very intricate and connected and blah, 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 read the book. If you want just sort of yeah, fun. I don't. Yeah. If you want. I don't really want a really deep story. No, no. But I'm just saying in general, <laughs> if you want more from this movie than just sort of like right. three hours of entertainment, then you're not going to find it. But right. otherwise. Okay. So this weekend, we all we both got to go see Wreck-It, Wreck-It Ralph. And how, what, what do you think of that, Carrie? I loved it. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love, I can't really say that I love video games. I love a video game. Which is? Um, Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> and um, so I, I loved the idea that this movie is kind of animated in 8-bits mm-hmm. instead of, you know, like the super awesome, like crazy video games that everybody plays now. Um, and I loved the premise of a villain trying to become a hero and not really being given the opportunity by everyone around him. Like, everybody is just so eager to keep him a villain. Yeah. Um, and he just wants to be included and to be part of the group. And so I just found it to be, like, kind of a touching story, you know? (laughs) Just the lengths that he'll go to to try to make friends and be accepted. Um, I thought the voice work was amazing. Mm, yeah. Uh, John C. Riley as Wreck-It Ralph. And, um, Seriously. oh my gosh, I just had his name and then I lost it. Fix-It Felix. Oh, uh, Jake, Jack. No. Yeah. Jack Breyer. <laughs> That's his character. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I thought character. it was his character's name, but no, no. <laughs> okay, yes. He was, oh, he was so he was great. great as Fix-It Felix. And um, Jane Lynch <laughs> as the kind of, like, commander of the alien killing. You know, I have to say, <laughs> I just say that was, like, really disconcerting to watch because her voice and that body, like, because, like, they just didn't mesh at all. And it, for, it took, I it, thought it was hilarious. It, but I loved that, you know? It just it took a little yeah. while to, like, kind of reconcile the two. Oh, like, I, I loved it. And I loved this kind of, like, crush that Fix-It Felix has on her. I died every time he'd start talking about her. And at one point, he's blushing. And she's like, are you blushing? And he's like, no, you've given me the, what's he say, the honeydew or something? The honeydew glow. <laughs> like, the honeydew glow. <laughs> uh, can I say, I loved Sarah Silverman. I, I did not anticipate that her character was going to be such a big role. But right. she was so, and I, oh, gosh. I loved the idea of like Sarah playing a little child because I feel like that really uh-huh. fits. Um, I was, she, yeah. And I loved her and, uh, her and Ralph together were just amazing. Yes. <laughs> Vanellope oh, Schweetz or something. Isn't that her name? Yeah. Vanellope Von Schweetz. Von Schweetz. Yes. Um, animation was out of control. I loved it. Oh, it was awesome. They I did such even. an amazing job going from like the uber smooth, um, like modern animation and the eight bit. Um, I loved the eight bit of his and like the, those little, the little like cube. What did, what did he call them? The, the people who lived in the apartment, 
they had a name. Oh, I don't know. They had a name, but I can't remember. But the, the, like, the way that they moved, they're kind of, like, jerky. Oh, it was... Right. Oh, it was amazing. I just loved it. I loved seeing... It was it was genius. <laughs> yes, I agree. And I loved the way you would kind of go from this look of watching the, watching the game in the arcade mm. as a player. Yeah. To... Like, being inside the game as one of the characters. Yeah, that was really... Just kind of see it from both sides. That was really cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite what I expected. I guess I was I was thinking it was going to be more, like, game hopping. And, like, you know, him sort of interacting with a bunch of different games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was more... It really wasn't that no, at all. No, they really did just kind of stay in a couple games. They did. Yeah, yeah. Would, you know, it's fine. It wasn't quite what right. I expected. But I, I don't necessarily... I was like, part of me right. is like... It would have been kind of cool. But when they were in sort of It like, was... Well, it was nice, too, when they had the set... The, like, the game central station. Exactly. Um, yeah. Where everybody just kind of met up and, you know... Hung everybody out. kind of hopped games. That um, was... Just the whole premise of it is so I know. smart. So genius. Yeah. I... Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was and, clever. It was funny. Yeah. I mean, adults and kids will both love it. I think. Although... Speaking of adults and kids, it is rated PG, so maybe don't take your three-year-old. No, it's... Just a hint, um, just because it's animated doesn't mean it's for your child. Yeah, it, there were some scary bits in it, actually. There were. I was, especially there were at the end. There were kids crying in my theater. Yeah, especially at the end. Oh, and those... And, yeah. When he's in the heroes... There's big scary bugs. There's big scary bugs. When they were in the heroes... What was what was heroes something i can't remember the what name, it was called whatever the name of that game was with the shooter the modern like you know right it was like shoot, shoot up em up movies. Up. that was pretty scary at the, the very end of you know yeah it was, mm-hmm. but yeah so it's not a really appropriate for like little little kids but no you know there were way too many in my theater and frankly they were all crying of course um they were all talking inappropriately. I one kid oh just gosh. kept repeating the same thing over and over again. I had this. There was this. My theater wasn't very full, but there was this one little kid behind me. So, whenever there would be a section of the film that came that was in the trailer, he would quote along with it. So you could tell that yeah. he had been like watching the trailer over and over again. Ugh. And there it, was some little kid behind me that like. I went to it at a Carmike theater, mm-hmm. and their little opener has the theater screen fill with popcorn like it's being popped and yeah. filling the screen and then it has it being filled with ice and then soda and this little kid behind me just kept when the popcorn was popping popcorn 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 and then when the ice falls it's ice it's ice it's ice <laughs> and then when the soda flows soda soda it's like really (laughs) we get it kid i know and that kid continued to talk through the whole movie no i was pretty lucky i didn't have very many talkative kids it was mostly adults so i was i felt okay i went to the first matinee so i was like i'm not risking it (laughs) i did too and my theater was packed oh i'm surprised i went at like 11 30 and it was just it was packed oh I got lucky. Clearly you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love this. Um, if you're a fan of animated movies, go see it. If you're a fan of old school games, go see it. Um, if you're just a fan of good family movies, go see it. Yep. What do you rate it? 
I'm giving it a four. Me too. Yep, I would agree. Good movie. Well, the last movie, sadly, I did not get to see. No. It's probably okay, though, because we know how much you don't like flying, and there's a pretty wicked crash scene at the beginning with I the know. plane. It I was... still really wanted to see it, though. Uh, you know, you know, I'd say rent it when you get home, and then you can kind of fast okay. forward through that whole bit. Because it was, even, I'm not really scared of flying, and even it freaked me out a little bit. So, okay. yeah. Um, so if you're not a fan of flying, watch it at home so you can fast forward through that bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good call. <laughs> um... It, this also was not quite what I was expecting. It's I was thinking it was going to be more of like a courtroom thriller, like in the courtroom, like trying to prove his innocence or not or whatever, like him being tried for the case of crashing the plane. But it really was more of a character study, um, a character study of Denzel Washington's character who the, basically the plane falls apart when he's flying it and he lands it, but it turns out he has drugs and alcohol in his system. Um, yeah, but the problem is if it's, it's kind of hard to enjoy the movie if you don't really like the character that they're studying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was my problem is I didn't like Denzel Washington's character. Like he was not a likable person and he wasn't like he, you, you wanted to root for him, but he was always doing things that made it impossible to root for him. And you know, he was was always self-sabotaging and doing things where you're just like, you want to punch you you're a terrible person um so it made it really hard to enjoy it um it's a one review that i read said it's well made but it's not fun or entertaining and i think that's (laughs) absolutely the case because he's basically an alcoholic um and just trying to like figure out how to live his life and move on from his life and create relationships but not really being able to because of the alcohol it was very depressing but it does have a good ending thank goodness um that doesn't have you know he's pretty much a terrible person right up until the very end so i spent the whole movie really hating his character and being annoyed at him so maybe if i had gone in knowing that it was going to be more like that i might have enjoyed it a little bit more but i was thinking it was going to be more like of a thriller and it wasn't so I'm going to say three, um, make a high three, I guess, just cause it, it's too, it was too well made to be a two, but I didn't enjoy it enough for it to be a four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think we're going to go to three. And honestly, if, if I'd say, if you're going to pick like flight or cloud Atlas, I'd say cloud Atlas was more entertaining. Um, Although I wouldn't be surprised if Denzel got nominated for some awards for his acting. Interesting. I don't know if the movie, I don't think the movie will get nominated, but I think he could. Okay. So that wraps up uh, the last couple of weekends of movies that we saw. Um, next up, some of the trailers as we saw. Uh, um, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say the the first one was one that, we saw in front of Wreck-It Ralph, um, called Escape from Planet Earth. I thought this looked super cute. Um, <laughs> it's basically about aliens um, coming to Earth, and I guess kind of thinking that we're aliens as well. And it doesn't hurt that the people finding the aliens are like dressed up in like hazmat suits and look alien um 
but you know, overall it looks like it looks like a super cute kids movie. Yeah. Um it looks funny. With, right. And Brendan Fraser is the uh alien who comes to Earth. I you know what? I like him. I like him a lot. Um, I find him to be entertaining. He does some real crap-o movies, but <laughs> on a whole, I, I enjoy him. So. I, would, I would agree with that assessment. He does make some crap-o <laughs> movies, but he is entertaining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm interested to see this, even if it is just voice work. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He is a funny guy. Um, yeah, it looked it looked cute. Um, it's basically... I like... Go ahead. I, I really like, you know, that they get taken to Area 51, and there's all these other aliens, like, in jail there, and there's, like, a whole jail part. Yeah, apparently it's like they have captured aliens to make our technology for us, like... Right. Like, the internet. Like, who do you and... think came up with the iPad? <laughs> like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh... Yes. Oh, oh. So the guy who gets captured, his brother, I guess, has to come down. Was gonna come down and save him and the other aliens. But anyway, it looks really cute. You know, I'm not like a huge fan of animated movies, but I think I would go see this one. Yeah, I will uh, too. I like animated movies. Actually, all of our trailers. Are I was just gonna movies. say, yeah, this week we're all animated. That's what happens when he goes to a kid movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So, oh, Rise of the Guardians was the other one, and that's the one with Jack Frost, and it's oh. There's, Santa Claus, yeah, Easter Bunny, yeah. Tooth Fairy, Sandman. So it's about like these sort of like childhood, um, oh gosh, what would they be called? Childhood, um, um somethings. I don't know. They, well, they're just sort of your childhood myth type stories that yeah. are meant to save, I guess, the world from some evil force. I don't know. They have to kind of band together. So, right. The, the, to be honest, with the, I was like, this premise seems kind of skeptical. I'm kind of skeptical about the premise, but when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Huh, this doesn't look too bad." Right. Well, and it is a real who's who um, for a cast yeah. like Chris Pine, Alec Baldwin, Hugh Jackman, um, Isla Fisher, Jude Law. I mean, everybody is in this. <laughs> and it was interesting because I also I read an article that um, they wanted to. Uh, get the cast of Rise of the Guardians admitted for ensemble cast for the SAG Awards. So that'll be interesting to see if they can I just do don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I mean, I I'm cool with them trying to get voice work recognized, but they're doing it with real actors. Like, you know, like do it with voice actors. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of people that basically just work in that medium. Like, yeah. Yep. And if you're going to do if you're going to do it for the big stars, then you should be doing it for the lesser known right. voice actors as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. Anyway. But yeah, it should be it, it looked entertaining as well. I was that I think that one has potential as well. Um the last one, Despicable Me 2. It was more of a teaser rather than a trailer. And it really just featured the what are, the minions, is that what they're called? Well, yeah. I guess that's... I mean, it had the minions, and it kind of, I mean, it kind of touched on, you know, like, something's going to happen. Where something they're gonna bad get is happening to the minions. Abducted or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was incredibly cute. I loved Despicable Me, so I'm really excited for the sequel. I agree. I That was one I really enjoyed. Steve Carell was pretty awesome in that, 
So the whole story yep. was pretty genius. So I really it enjoyed was. it. Huh. And of course, our our agenda for this weekend is pretty short and simple. Skyfall. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll be seeing it twice. <laughs> I'm guessing Friday and Sunday, if I had to say. <laughs> and I will be paying the premium price to see it in XD instead Ooh. of just regular. <laughs> if that is an option, I, I I I might even be willing to spring for that. We'll see. All all signs point to this being freaking amazing amazing so. i mean it's already been out in the uk for i don't know right. two or three weeks two and weeks. i know jerks <laughs> I, know. I think I, entertainment weekly gave it an a <gasps> whoa now entertainment weekly is not they are very stingy with their a's They're stingy with their a's very. they also gave lincoln an a oh my goodness i know and that comes out in limited that comes out in limited release this weekend but ne- we'll wait until next weekend i think and yeah. it's not coming to there were soon. two A's in the same magazine. Uh, whoa. Unprecedented, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I think this wraps up our show for the week. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us. We're on Twitter at Two Women, One Movie. That is the number two and the number one. Also, we're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Two Women, A Movie, and A Microphone. That is all spelled out. Yes. Thanks for listening, and enjoy your weekend at the movies.